Hey there, it's Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Claudette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on our way to Super Momit, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with the stories. Erica Carter is a badass fitness professional, mom of two, and today's guest on Our Hockey Life. Her husband, NHL alumni and NBC studio analyst Anson Carter, Hockey career has taken them to some great cities and landed them in Atlanta, where they are figuring out our current stay-at-home situation. The story is sure to be a good one. Hi, Erica. It's good to see you. Good to see you guys, too. Hi. Nice to meet you. I know. Nice to meet you guys. It's like I've been following following the Instagram and all of that for so long, but never actually connected. So this is awesome. I know. And you know what? We were together in Carolina for like a heartbeat. Do you remember that? Like um, so quick in Carolina. I feel so like it quick. was. I, oh, sorry. I think we were there like 30 days. Okay. We, oh. I mean, it was the very end of the season and yeah. we like moved all our stuff. We moved into the house and then we just moved it all back out <laughs> like 30 <laughs> days later. Where did you come? I mean, it really wasn't very long. After Carolina, um, we went back to LA and then after that, Anson did a tryout in Edmonton and in the first, um, the first game got a like major concussion and got released. And then we uh, ended up going to Lugano, Switzerland, and that's where he did his last year. Okay. Uh, he had like a three, three team season. He left New York. He got trans, um, sent to Washington. And then for like the very end of the season, he was out in LA. And that was probably in, oh my God, so long ago. I just, I do remember you being there for such a heartbeat, but I also remember um, seeing the interior of Anson's Mercedes. Oh my God. <laughs> he must've been pulled down into the, like on the, on the ramp. And Ray was like, you have to see the interior of their car. And you guys had some badass freaking seats in your car. Okay. That was, that was, Anson's car and he <laughs> you know we lived in LA in the in the summer times and um he had it done by West Coast Customs and they like redid the whole interior it had like Louis Vuitton seats and it was like a, a Mercedes like something I can't remember but it's yeah. like L55 on the back LB55 at one point for a hot second, it had some spinners, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> but then those went away, and then it was Stop. just it was just the 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 LV interior. We're not so fancy anymore. So it was two thousand three, two thousand four season that you were the three team season with Rangers, Capitals, and Kings. So yeah, that's a hefty collection. Were you doing all the moving too at that time? Um. Yes. Well, when I didn't go from New York to Washington to. LA because that was the very end of the season and we were that was home base and when we were in New York I was actually working for um 
a public relations firm. And I continued to do that even after we went back to LA. I was like a, an advertising marketing um, account director. That was, that was my, my career path until Anson and I crossed paths. Okay. So let's, let's back it way. Let's keep, let's go way back then. Let's start with where did you grow up? Okay. So I grew up in a small town in Connecticut called Waterford, okay. Connecticut. Okay. Um, and I grew up there my in, entire life. My parents lived there until um, my sophomore year in college. And then they actually ended up moving back to the hometown that my mom grew up in Westerly, Rhode Island. So that is what I call home now is yeah. Westerly, Rhode Island. Um, and my family is all up there. My, my parents and my sister actually live on the same street. Awesome. Um, and all of my cousins, aunts, uncles, they're all up there. And that's where we typically go in the summer because my parents live like a mile from the beach. So, and we have no beach here in Atlanta. Ah, yeah, so that, kill, that breaks your heart a little bit. Hey, yeah. Kills me. <laughs> Kills me. Do you get to go home often or no? Well, um, not right now, obviously, but well, obviously not right now. Yes. Um, my parents are really good about coming down here and I, um, we always go for Christmas. Um, we do Canadian Thanksgiving when Anson's family, we go to Toronto and we do a big long weekend up there. And then we go see my family for Christmas and then typically one or two other times. And then for a longer stretch in the summer, we'll spend like two weeks up there. Um, if this pandemic ever ends. Um, it all, we, maybe we'll go for longer, but, um, my mom is, um, in the middle of cancer treatment right now. So we have to be really oh, no. careful about exposing her to anything. Um, yeah. so it's literally day by day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, oh. everyone's kind of living that way, but yes, I can see the concern. We're all worried about our parents, but especially when yeah. their health is already, um, Exactly. challenged yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 oh yeah. gosh and then so you went to college after I went so yeah I um I went to college in Boston um I went to three colleges in four years I the first college I went to was Emmanuel College and it was a small all-girls school um not sure what I was thinking going to girls school, but in high That's school. That's why you transferred I, out. Yeah, like, I transferred out. So I don't think I, not that I didn't trust myself, but in high school, I was, let's just say I was much more social than I was academic. And going to college, I was just kind of like, oh my gosh, my parents are going to be spending all this money. Maybe I should go someplace really small where I can really focus and so I ended up going to this small all-girls school for one semester. And about two weeks in, I remember calling my mom and being like, I hate it here. I can't stay. This is not for me. So um, I transferred out and I ended up going to Bentley College um, for a year and a half. This, this guy, Paul Marabella, who is how I ended up meeting Anson. I ended up working for Paul at an advertising agency and one of Paul's best friends was mutual friends with Anson. So okay. it's like this All right. tied in. puzzle. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. <laughs> also, this is impressive that you transferred three times in college and still managed to finish in four years. Like I how did, four years. That's um, pretty awesome because often you lose credits along the way, don't you? Like it's yeah. a little tricky to One transfer. summer I did like two summer classes, but 
my parents are always like, what happened to you once you got to college? Because in high school, like I like to go out, like to party. I was not very focused. I did not get very good grades. And then I went to college and it's like, I went through this transformation and I had, I think I graduated like with a 3.6 or something or 3.7. So I became very studious and um, I don't know what happened, but I managed to somehow squeeze it all in. I just worked really hard. (laughs) Good for you. you. I love those stories because I have a senior in high school right now and I'm, I mean, she's a she does what she needs to do, but I'm like, oh, let this kick in. I hope this story is her story. <laughs> right. Yeah. Giddy right. up, girlfriend. Yeah. Well, especially that you didn't trust yourself and then you probably surprised yourself. <laughs> yeah, so you I think I fun. just, when I was in school, like in <laughs> high school, it was just having fun was more important than studying. And then I yeah. think, you know, once you realize your parents are like paying all this money and kind of like, <laughs> oh. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, you, you, and the fact that you appreciate it, I get a little worried that Hannah's going to be like, oh, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then what, where did you work for Paul? What city was that? That was in Boston and that's okay. where I met Anson. So right after college, I moved to San Francisco for a year. My sister was out there. My sister and I are super tight. We are definitely best friends. Um, so I moved out there and I really wanted to get into advertising and I started sending out all these resumes to like the big advertising firms in San Francisco, basically like, can I come work for you? I mean, I don't care what I'll like sweep your floors. Like I just want to come work. And I ended up getting an internship at a company foot cone and building in San Francisco. Um, and it was supposed to be temporary only a couple of weeks and I ended up staying on with them. And that's kind of where the whole advertising career. So I ended up staying with them for about a year and a half. And then I was wanting to move back East. I reached out to Paul because he was working for an ad agency and he was like, Oh, we need, we need an account, account manager. Like, absolutely. And I ended up moving back and getting a job there. And I stayed with them for until they went out of out of business. And when they went out of business, Anson and I had already met, we were dating and he was in Edmonton and I was like, Hey, I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> come in. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to come visit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll head up to Canada. Were you yeah. doing a lot of, was like your job in um, the ad industry was it on the, a little more on the creative side or so by the time you met Anson, then where you, you obviously said you were just kind of like, all right, a little ready for a little bit of a change maybe naturally or yeah. Um, it's so funny because we tell the story very differently. Um, I love it. Yeah. Love take that. us, walk us through it. Okay. Oh, so <laughs> we had a client that was based in, um, in Colorado and they wanted to do a takeover of what, um, what was the fleet center, but is now TD garden in Boston. So they bought all of the advertising, you know, the banners on the boards, all of that stuff. And they were coming into town and we were like, perfect. We'll take them to a game. They can see all of this. They're advertising everywhere. Um, So we were all ready to go. They flew into town and we got a call from um, Paul's friend, Tyrone, who worked at the Fleet Center and was the mutual friend of Anson and Paul that I was okay, talking about okay. before. And he was like, game's canceled. Um, the other team, I can't remember who they were supposed to play. They got snowed in somewhere, which like rarely happens. Yeah, that is rare. Yeah, <laughs> but he was like, come down anyway. 
they're going to lay the parquet for the Celtics. They're playing tomorrow. Like you can still show them. We'll have them turn on the lights, do all that stuff. So we took our clients there and then we went out to dinner and our clients really like to have a good time. So there was lots of bottles of wine, lots of shots, you know, and then Tyrone said, Hey, well, I'm going out with a couple of the Bruins. Maybe they'd like to meet them. And we were like, Oh yeah. We all went to this, this club in Boston. We met up with them there. Um, it was a club called Pravda. I don't even think it's probably not there anymore. I don't know. Um, and that's where Anson and I met and we just, you know, kind of started talking and we exchanged numbers and then the rest is kind of history. We went, you know, we went out on a couple dates. Um, it was towards the end of his season. And then he ended up having shoulder surgery and wrist surgery. So I was kind of helping him out, you know, taking care of him. I, I met his mom, I think like a month after we started dating because yeah. she was coming down to help him. And then the rest is, and you were all hooked. Yeah. <laughs> so when you met him, did you have any idea what like the hockey life entailed? Like, did you know anybody in sports before? No, no, <laughs> no. I didn't even, I had never watched a hockey game. I'd never been to a hockey game. Um, and I remember he invited me to come see a game. And um, I, I was like a little bit late. I wasn't there like right when the game started. I was like, well, whatever, you know, and I showed up and he was like, were you? you weren't there when the game started. Like, oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, no big deal. Like, you know, I just kind yeah. of showed up. I had no idea. What You're was like, there was 20,000 people there. How do you know I wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, exactly. I was getting a drink on the concourse, <laughs> like layoff. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about the life, like nothing. Yeah. I was like completely. Free. <laughs> you had no, you had no idea he'd be playing on three teams in one year. Yeah, yeah. and I'd be like <laughs> able to move on a dime. Oh, hey, yeah. okay. Pack oh my god, I just, yeah. I'm still loving the fact that he knew where your seats were from where he was on the bench. Obviously, maybe the guys do. Lots of them obviously do. Some maybe, right. don't. but that he was looking for you probably during yeah. the anthem, being like, "Where is she? Where is she? That's Why so cute." She not Imagine coming? his little heart just racing, wondering if he was going to come. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. That's so fun. Were you an athlete too? Because obviously then you kind of morphed into more of a fitness career from your corporate America. Yeah. So um, growing up, I did gymnastics when I was younger, all the way through high school. And then um, I also played soccer in high school. Um, and I played one year of college soccer at Bentley the one year I was there for the soccer season and then that was it, but it was, it was soccer and gymnastics. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I was like, I know that, I mean, you, when I met you, I remember how fit you were. Ray said to Ray's like, yeah, Erica was a badass. We just were chatting this morning before he's like, oh yeah, she was a badass. (laughs) I love it. So funny. But I always was into working out even like in high school. I remember there was this like cheesy little gym and I like got a gym membership and I used to go and do like, the step aerobics and yeah. you know, take all the classes when I wasn't either doing gymnastics. So I start. I always loved fitness and just being active. Um, yeah. And then I didn't really change my career path until Anson and I, you know, started dating and then we lived together. It was kind of like, all right, how am I going to make this all work? And then once we got married and had kids, I was like, I, I'd like to have my own 
own thing. Mm -hmm. Like I like to do my own thing and just, so I was like, well, I love fitness and maybe I should start teaching. I had already gotten my personal training certification. I did a little bit of that when we were in, um, in Edmonton, I did it in LA a little bit when we were there in the summers. But then once we got married and I had the, um, had the kids, I was like, okay, what am I, what am I going to do? Like, I, I want to, I, yes, I want to be a mom. And I didn't really start working until they were a little bit older, but, um, I ended up getting a job with, um, a gym here in Atlanta. And I taught, like I made up this class, it was called a fusion class. And I just kind of threw it together. It was all different types of fitness. Um, and then one of my girlfriends reached out to me and said, Hey, this company flywheel sports is it's coming to Atlanta. They're going to be teaching this bar format. You know, I think you'd be great for it. Do you want to audition? And I was like, no, audition. why not? And that's, um, yeah. you know, up until all this crazy stuff, I've been with them for seven and a half years. Um, that's a long awesome. time. I think like it's the longest I've ever had a Job. Yeah, at one place. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Well, I kind of love. I actually feel like it's it melds well with the hockey life. The way you kind of got into it almost organically, I guess, because yeah. you're moving yeah. around a lot. You had a passion for fitness. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like this fitness world is kind of really great for that because you can guest teach at different places and mm-hmm. yeah, you can take it anywhere. Yeah. Or, yeah whereas, like, you, yeah, you, you can't can be working marketing. Yeah. Anywhere. And, um, you know, and then once you, you get married or not even married or you settle down, but for me with the kids, it was, it was like, okay, I can do this job. I can drop them off at school. I can go teach some classes. Like it just worked great mm-hmm. with our, our, our family. Well, yeah. Well, it's one of those schedules that you can like manipulate to, yeah, let's do it after you drop off the kids. Like, yeah, I'm not teaching a class till 10 a.m. So yeah. it works yeah. out perfectly. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. And then right now, obviously, like even now, like how's it going for you? Because I feel like you can maybe you train people remotely anyways, but now is it I, is it weird? Are people it's kind of weird? So in? when all of this um when all of this kind of went down, um you know, we flywheel said, okay, we're going to close because everybody was just closing. You were going to close for a little while. And then as it progressively got worse, um, they did a company wide call and they laid off 98% of their employees. So there's wow. just four team like in New York, kind of running the show with the hopes that they'll be able to hire us all back when this pandemic is over. But right you know, the longer this stuff goes on, you have all these companies that have still have rents to pay and all of that. So it's very uncertain. And actually when I got laid off, um, even though they said it was temporary and they hoped to bring us all back, I cried like I had lost a limb and Anson was like, he came in and I was crying and he was like, oh my God, what, what's wrong? And I was like, I just lost my job. And he was like, oh, I thought something happened to your mom. And he's very like, like things just, you know, he just keeps moving. And he was like, well, why are you so sad? Like, it's, it's a job, you know, this is just, it's a job and there'll be another job and everything's going to be fine. And I'm like, dead. I'm, I'm like crying. And he's like, I don't understand why you're crying. And I was just like, because this is like, this has been my family for seven years. Anson will still be playing hockey because he works for NBC and MSG. Mm-hmm. So he's gone as much, if not more than he was when he was playing hockey. So I was like the people, 
I go to see at work every day are like my family in Atlanta because I don't have any family down here. So I felt like my family had been torn from me when we were laid off. Yeah. Right. It's also, but sense. it's also your, it's also your passion and like you worked so hard for it and yeah. now it's gone. Um, sorry, quick question. How did you end up in Atlanta? So we ended up here because, um, my husband, Anson is always, his mind is always going with business ideas and creating things. And the Atlanta thrashers were up for sale and he was working with some investment groups, trying to keep them here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Um, so we actually picked up, we moved here. They were all these groups of people he was working with. They were, you know, trying really hard to, to maybe make it so that the thrashers could stay here. I mean, there was all sorts of bids going on and obviously that didn't work. They ended up Mm -hmm. moving to Winnipeg, but we got here. We had been living in LA. We had the girls. And once we got here and moved into our house where we're right kind of in the city, but we're on this cul-de-sac street, which you can walk a quarter of a mile out of our street and you're right kind of in the hubbub of like Phipps Plaza, Lenox Mall, all this stuff. And we were like, this is an amazing place to raise a family. Like, I don't know. We were in Marina Del Rey in Los Angeles and, um, I was like, it just felt like a great place to raise, raise the kids. Um, they had a yard to play in. We could walk to all these places and we just ended up really loving it here and, and staying And Atlanta is so it's a hub and you can get anywhere. The airport's like 15, 20 minutes from our house. You can zip off and we just ended up staying. I I love that. I think it's kind of cool too. When you, you never expect to fall in love with the city. You just don't know what it's going to be. And then when you have kids and you start to think about that, like, where do I want to raise this family and what do I want that to look like? I think it's really cool when it's ends up being a city that neither one of you are from. I think it's kind of fun, a little shocking to people sometimes and even to yourself. Yeah, we didn't. I have a girlfriend here that I went to Boston college with. So I knew her. Um, I mean, but that was really it. We didn't kind of know anybody. And my, my best friend who still lives out in California she always jokes with me. She's like, Erica, you could make friends with a coffee table. Like <laughs> you can be moved anywhere and you will just make it work. Like you'll put yourself out there and you'll just find some friends. And I'm like, well, that's kind of, I've always been like that. And then when, once Anson and I got together, that's kind of, that's what happens. You pick up, you yeah. move and you're like, here's my new, my new set of people. And yeah. you, know, you just kind of have to go, go with the flow. And when Anson was like, you know, I think we should try Atlanta. I was like, okay. Yeah. You're like, all right, let's do it. Well, yeah. yeah, And I mean, you just kind of nailed it too with, like you said, you're moving to different places, you're making new friends and you kind of create this little family wherever you are. And then that's what flywheel turned into you for you. I mean, you know, like, and so are you all like along that lines with your flywheel family? Are you guys connecting still daily? Yeah. It's so heartbreaking. uh, Are you? Yeah. I mean, connecting a, a ton. I mean, we're all kind of, just trying to figure out what's going on. We're trying to figure out, you know, how we're going to move forward in this industry that literally got turned on its head overnight. Um, but yeah, I still talk to, I talk to all the people I work with, worked with. Um, and I think whether, you know, hopefully we'll come back. That's our, I mean, we are all praying. I pray every night. Yep. I'm like, yeah. oh, 
let's just, let's just come back. But then to be realistic about it, I'm like, okay, what happens if we don't come back? Like, what's that going to look like for me? And that's when, after I spent two days crying about my job and being so sad and all of that, I was like, all right, what am I going to do? And Anson was like, you need to take, you need to like take this online and just figure it out. So I went online, I looked up how to do Zoom and I just threw it out there on social media. And, you know, it's been really, it's been awesome. It's, it really has. I was worried that no one was going to want to really do it. It's kind of like, I remember teaching the first virtual class. I was like, this is so awkward. Like I'm teaching, but there's no one with me. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's actually become, it took me, I don't know, maybe one or two classes. And now it's just like the teaching norm. in the studio, except yeah. I, I miss that human connection. Obviously I think right. we all do. Totally. Yeah. I know. I miss like, I'm doing my online spin classes and workout classes, but yeah. it's not the same as going in and no. chatting with people and seeing them. But I mean, yeah. it's good for now. It's still a good outlet. It's still a good alternative, but yeah, definitely doesn't compare to, like you said, the interaction. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I think too, I think it's kind of cool that so many people are doing it. Like I'm finding myself searching in the morning or in the evenings and I'm like, okay, what class can I take? And it's kind yeah. of cool because you can introduce yourself to different forms of fitness that may be things that you wouldn't have done in the past. Like I, right. you know, I, I'm a dancer. I, I take dance classes. That's my addiction. I miss that family so much. And yeah. same thing, all those connections. Um, but I also like to spin and I like to, I don't know, just try different things like yoga, Pilates. So now I'm like looking right. like, and for people like you. So I was really happy when you um, tagged me and I'd love to share what you're doing and any, you know, yeah. especially within the hockey community, I love to just kind of, we like to support each other and hold each other up. And I think it's really cool. Maybe, maybe you'll have some new fans yeah. from like all over the world who knows it's kind of yeah, I, I think mean, that's that the cool be, part that would be awesome and I just um two days ago I got an email from class pass which is global they're everywhere and they said hey we saw what you're doing we are going virtual do you want to join our platform so you can have a broader reach just outside of my little you know yeah. social network yeah. and um they're doing a really cool thing within the fitness industry for the first, you know, they are just helping instructors get themselves out there and build their, their virtual communities. So I'm, I'm excited that I just partnered with them. I oh, cool. signed, signed cool. the deal yesterday and oh, I'm getting them all of my content. Thanks. Congrats. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. I think that's really cool too. And I think that's maybe one of the gifts that we have to take out of this craziness right now. Like yeah, I totally. do think it will end and yes, people are enjoying this. Like I'm, I mean, because like you said, Kodat, it's an alternative and we can, mm -hmm. we can do it like this, right. but we're all going to go back. We're going back. Oh, this, I, we're going back. I don't wanna, yeah. We're going back. This is, yeah. I'm not going to live in my gym in my house. No, interesting is I always had a ton of, ton of people that I would meet, you know, friends of, of my, um, my kids, friends, their moms would be like, I want to take your class. I want to come take your class, but I don't know. I'm embarrassed or this or that. And I think people, I have seen so many people that have said they wanted to come take my class in studio that maybe felt intimidated to come in that are now doing it virtually because they can try it out in their right. own house. And they're right. like, Oh, I can do this. I don't need to feel intimidated or, you yeah, know, I can do it at any level. So I think yeah. it's, it's actually helping people realize that they can 
you know, do more than they, than they thought they could. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or even just like watch you and be like, okay, you know, like even that, depending yeah. on how much they're participating in their own home, but they could be like, oh yeah, it's like you get to creep in on a class. Yeah. 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 Cool. And when and I then- took it online, I really wanted to be, you know, conscious of what is going on right now. And that's, you know, everyone's like, well, what do, what do you charge and this and that? And I said, it's 100% donation based. Like there are so many people who have lost their jobs and it's like, I don't want anybody to feel like they, like money is hindering them from taking my class. And there's right. no expectations for donations. Like I'm doing it because I love it. And it makes me, it's like the one thing keeping me sane. It's like, okay, this is, this is normal. Like I teach and this is what I do and this is what makes me feel good. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that when I, when I taught that it was accessible to, to everybody. I love yeah. it. Which is definitely appreciated by so many people, like just cause that's their sanity. Right. So right. I, I appreciate it. But, and so you said, and he's still in hockey. He's still doing. So some... he's, um, he's an analyst. He okay. works for NBC sports network and MSG. Um, so he is on the road other than right now. Um, a, just a ton. I actually think he travels more now yeah. during the hockey season than he did when he was playing. Yeah. I believe oh. it. Yeah. yeah he's, totally. That's a badass job. That, I mean, good for him. I love to hear that, uh, you know, yeah. like a lot of guys do local stuff and then travel mm-hmm. with the team, but we're killing it on NBC. That's awesome. Yeah, I he, love it. He loves it. And I always, always said to him when he was like playing and then when he was about to retire and then retirement, you know, it took him a couple of years to kind of figure out where he was going to land. And I was always like, you should do TV. Like you have this calm voice and you're well-spoken. Like this is where you should be. And he kind of found his own path there, but that's where he eventually landed. Um, and, and he loves it. And I, I love that the, we can turn on the TV and the girls, they used to, when they were little, they'd be like, ah, daddy. Now they're like, we don't want to watch them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't care about these stats. <laughs> right. Next. Yeah. And how old are your girls? They are, um, my oldest Michaela is 13. She'll be 14 in June. And our younger one, Malia is 11. She'll be 12 in August and, um, they're both in middle school. So sixth yeah. mm-hmm. and eighth, Michaela's going to high school next year. Ooh. Um, Ooh. And where, where were they born? Were they- Michaela was born in California, but well, they were both born in California. Um, so they're both born in California and, and Malia was conceived in Switzerland. So I tell her she's the She's the Swiss. The little Swiss. She's the Swiss baby. <laughs> You're yeah, a foreigner. I was actually pregnant with Michaela when Anson and I got married. So I always tell her that she was, I was like, you were with us when we got married. You got to come to Barbados. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, talk about your wedding. You guys, you, you had a destination wedding. Did your whole family manage to get down there? They did. They did. Of course, without, you know, there was a couple glitches. Um, so Anson and I decided it was either going to be a huge bash or it was just going to be intimate. And we decided to go intimate. Um, Anson's parents are, um, from Barbados. So he still has family down there. Um, and Anson had gone down to the house. We actually ended up renting. Um, he had done a guy's trip down there years before. And he was just like, it's the most beautiful house. It's on this cove. Like, 
there's a big patio. So we did some research on it and we just said, you know what, it's big enough that our families can come, our close friends can come, we can all stay in one place and spend the whole week together. I mean, our families hadn't spent time together really before. Yeah. So um, it was really nice to have everybody together. Um, my family coming from Rhode Island uh, almost didn't make it. Again, a snowstorm almost foiled, foiled plans. <laughs> um, <laughs> So they ended up coming late. They were, their, their trip got cut short a little bit, but everybody ended up being there for the actual wedding, which is, which is good. Awesome. What um, month did you get married in if there was a snowstorm? We got married over Olympic break. Okay. I was so, going to say, you guys were in hockey. How the hell did you get married? Yeah. How did you pull that one off? That we got married over Olympic break. Um, oh, and it fell over, you know, like Valentine's was in the middle and I was like, I am not getting married on Valentine's day. I'm not going to be that cliche. So we got married on the 15th. <laughs> oh good. Awesome. That's so funny. Erica, did you guys then get married right at the house that you were staying in? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Everything was right there at the house. And we, um, so everybody came, we just, we had a, a chef that cooked for us all our meals. Um, and we did the wedding, at the house. Um, and then Anson and I stayed longer. We didn't stay at the house. We ended up going over to Sandy lane and doing like a little mini, little mini honeymoon at Sandy lane. And then we came back and then on with the season. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then giddy up right back at and it. And then do you guys go down and see his family often or like, what's the flight like there? It's not so bad from here. It's, um, it's like five hours. So Anson's family, his parents, his brother and his sister, they're all in Toronto now. So oh, he has, um, he has some cousins down in Barbados. We've been I'm trying to think three times since we got married. It is, it's beautiful. It's one of my favorite it's, places. It's, it's beautiful. We actually spent an Olympic break in Barbados, stayed at a big, beautiful house with a cove with like 10 other couples. And I'm wondering- Wait, was it called Cove Spring House? I'm going to have to look it up. It was freaking magical. I just, it had, magical. what I remember, yeah, like I remember it having, um, the decor was like all Ralph Lauren and yeah. they had a lot of like black and white. I don't know why this stands out. Think like the design of the house stands out. Um, yeah. like all these black and white celebrity vintage photos. Does, does it have that? It was just, that. it was amazing. Huge theater room. Like we went yeah, with, theater room. We went with Kirk and Stacey Muller. I had like three different sitting areas outside. Yes. I wonder if it was the same house. I wonder. Oh, you guys have to, have to find out. out. We have yeah. to find out. It was, you know what, this house too, we remember, I remember hearing that Simon Cowell would rent it over the holidays typically. Really? Yeah. So he would go there for Christmas every year. I don't know why yeah. that was like one of the things we heard, but. We I, keep saying that we need because our family's just his family's in Toronto mine's in Rhode Island like they just don't get to see each other I'm like we just need to do a reunion back at the, yeah back at the Cove Spring House I'm gonna have to look that up um how many years have you been married let's um, plan be, it for you <laughs> <laughs> it'll be 14 years in February okay okay so maybe you do a 15 year there 15 maybe. year anniversary. yeah why That'd not amazing jump in so with all this, with all this craziness, where was your favorite city to be in? Um, you know, it's, I had different cities were for different things. Um, I would say when I was in 
Columbus, that's where, um, that's where I felt kind of like most at home. There was another girl on the team who had a daughter that was the exact same age as Michaela. We were new mothers. So I really had like great connections when we lived in Columbus. Um, I loved it there. I love New York just because New York is New York. Um, (laughs) and I feel like everybody should at least try and live in New York one, one time. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I could have done it with kids that, I don't know. I always, I don't know how people do that. And then, you know, living in Lugano was really, really amazing. It was, um, right on the border of Italy. So it was Italian speaking and I'm half Italian and we could jump on the train and go, you know, we could go to Milan, we could go to Lake Como. It was really, that's so cool. It was really cool. And our daughter, Michaela was like a year and a half. So it was, it was just a really fun, fun place to be. I mean, I think we're so fortunate to have been able to live in all the different places that we've lived and see all the things that we've seen. Um, it's just super fortunate. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of like, it's like the best and the worst. It's not the worst, but it's tricky to move around that many times, obviously. But then I really, I really did love having the experience of living in so many different places too. And how cool to end up in Switzerland. Like, yeah, that's a bit of magic on its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, it is a uh, Sorry. It's a little bit, it's a different sort of spot too. I've never visited there. I don't think I've been there. Um, like a, they have a big lake, like, lake Lugano. Yeah. Um, and they've got palm trees there, right? Like, is there not? Palm yeah. Trees it's, 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 like, it's just beautiful. There's like snow capped mountains in the distance and it's not a very big city. And we lived in this little apartment where we could like walk and see goats and I don't it was just it was really cool cute it was cute what a great way Um, to finish it's funny you say Columbus though because everybody that I know who's played in Columbus absolutely loved it yeah and I remember when Anson told me he was like okay so I'm signing with Columbus I was like (laughs) (laughs) like oh what like what are we gonna do in Columbus what's Columbus like and it really it was such a great it was a great place to live. I agree. That's where Hannah was born. So we were in Columbus too. And I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. Just an easy feeling. The people in the Midwest are so friendly and it's uh, Mm -hmm. easy to slide into. And it's really changed a lot too, because I was just there um, in the fall and Mm -hmm. it's continuing to grow and it's just got a cool vibe about it. It's it's an awesome city. It's a great city. What's your favorite, um, do you have a favorite hockey moment? I, um, yes, when we, um, we went over to Finland, um, and Anson scored the game winning goal for a game winning goal for the world championship. That was like the most amazing hockey moment. Um, I mean, I was like so proud of him. I mean, it literally like I, it was just the most amazing amazing. So emotion- I, I just got goosebumps when you were talking about that. That was like, and I, I can remember this too, but that was, a, um, and I did a little research today, even though I remembered, but the details yeah. were, it was 2003. Uh, Canada hadn't won in like five years or something like that. And wasn't it an overtime goal? Yes. And then in overtime, like it was in overtime and then he scored it, but then they had to review it. 
Oh, so we were, everyone was sitting there. I mean, I just remember the next day, like not having a voice just <laughs> because we, I remember my, my good friend, you know, Cindy Horkoff, she was there. Yes. I mean, it was just a great group of us and we were just, it was it was awesome. It was really what cool. a moment. Oh, so emotional yeah. though. Hey. Yeah. 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 It was great. The stress, but the excitement. I love the world championships. I always like, I honestly wish that Ray had played in more or said yes to more. He was asked. I mean, it's always an honor to be asked. Sometimes it doesn't work with your life, like yeah. on injuries at the end of the season or whatever's going on. But mm-hmm. man, like I loved every time that we ever went. And I met so many people in those, mm-hmm. you know, few trips. And it really shrunk the hockey world even more, you know, like, so I would always encourage girls. I'm like, if, if, if you can go to the world championships, you freaking giddy up and get there. It's so fun. (laughs) Yeah. Plus then you get to Europe and then you're like, okay, where should we go now? Like if you lose, you're like, all right, let's go. We went to to Paris afterwards. It was awesome. Oh, love it. Perfect. Yeah. And are you still close with a bunch of like hockey friends that you've met over the years? Um, not not as much as I was before. I mean, we still reach out and, you know, chat over social media and stuff like that. But, um, you know, Anson and I were just talking about how it's so crazy. It's been a long time mm-hmm. since yeah. he played. I mean, I'm trying to think how many years out he is. It's, it's a lot. Well, let's see. Our daughter Malia is 11. It's been almost 12 years. Wow. Really? That's, That's 11 long. years. Yeah. Yep. He stopped playing the year she was born. That's crazy. Cause I feel like he like that, that no, <laughs> I know. And I'm, I'm like, like he's like, been retired for, yeah. I'm like, he's been retired for like five years. There's yeah. no, That's because, crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's been a long time. And even now, I mean, <clears throat> obviously when he's home, hockey is on all the time and I'm like, I don't know when. I mean, I just don't know. I you see don't have players the, anymore. Yeah, I see the, like the new guys playing, and I'm like, oh my god, are they even old enough to have their license? They look so young. <laughs> You're like, do they live with their moms? Are there moms yeah. with them? And I'm are like, no, allowed? it's just that I am so old now. <laughs> they can't even rent cars yet. Like, <laughs> they probably no, they can't. You have to be 25. A lot of them aren't. Right? Oh don't you god. have to be 25 yeah. to rent a car? I, I think you do. So. Yeah, I think you yeah. do. I think you did. Yeah. But they're old enough to buy the cars, so they don't need to be. Yeah. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're not renting cars. (laughs) Uh, It's so fun. Well, I have one more question, actually. Do you guys still have your record label or is Anson still? No. No. Okay. No. So you remember what, remember back to when I said he had this whole path. Yeah. yeah. And even during hockey, he was always, his mind is always going. One of these days he is going to come out with some creation that like I love it (laughs) um no he does not he does not do that anymore okay that was kind of a cool sidestep I liked that though I remember (laughs) I love it that was another thing Ray said he was like he had a record label I was like is that why you moved to Atlanta (laughs) yeah that's what I was thinking I'm like ooh, empire empire right this is like the mecca um but if you went down in our basement you would find boxes boxes of like records down there I mean, you find lots of boxes of other things too. There's still stuff down there that I'm like, you know, came from like hockey houses that are just like got moved in. I'm like, I'll get to those later. And there's, I mean, we've lived here for 10 years. I'm like, oh my God, there's still boxes in our basement. I know. And this is the time when we should be going through it. Like I got one sitting right. Oh, I'm going in there. Oh, Uh, I've been been purging like crazy. But Jason, when, when we were in Phoenix, Julie Turris and I used to always joke that because we were like 
such hardcore rappers and we're like guys you need to get <laughs> traded to Hotlanta so we can just like start our music career and they're like you two, like you two need to shut up oh my gosh that's so funny that is so funny well I always I always joke um I'm like I'm that mom that like you know pulls up and I'm listening to whatever you know XM fly and my kids are like, yeah. oh, turn the music down like you're so embarrassing I'm like <laughs> You're like, no, I'm not. I'm cool. No, I've got this. I'm you're welcome. Cool yeah. In, in you're your welcome. murdered, in your murdered out cars, just right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, look at, I hope you have a picture of that car. You need to share it with us. It was so fun. Ew. Oh my gosh. I'm going to dig one up. I'm sure I can find one. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to. I need to see it. That's awesome. Well, we sure are glad you had the chance to um, hang with us today. I know you're actually busy doing your online and virtual classes. I will definitely be taking one. I'd like to yeah, expand my like online horizons. Yes. Brent, I wish I could take more. more. Yeah, um, we will. We will. Let's do it. We'll do one together. So make sure okay. that you continue to like send yeah. me a link and we'll, we'll throw it out. Maybe we can get some, uh, let's get Cindy Horkoff on there. Yes. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. We'll get some of our <laughs> hockey friends. I would love That's that. Nice. I would love that. That'd be amazing. We actually, Cindy is freaking hilarious. So just her. I, I just, I, you'd have to I miss her. Going. I haven't talked to her in so long. Um, I haven't either. We need to connect, but this, you can mute all of us, but you got to keep Cindy's audio on. So you can hear her. <laughs> going to need her commentary while yeah. we're doing it. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, well, it's so it. nice to meet you and get to know you. This was so great. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I, yeah. I appreciate it. Well, thanks. It's great to see you. Um, stay healthy and well, and um, yeah. we're just going to continue to follow, follow you along and see what's up and, I awesome. know you'll be back at it, killing it out there in the in the world when we're all allowed I'll back. Be back in. at it, and what I need to do is make it out once we can all travel again. Is I need to make it to one of the retreats. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and one more sure. thing, people can follow you on Instagram, right? You have a public Instagram. Yep. On Instagram, it's at e one two k e i l. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Thank you. Awesome, Take you guys. care, Erica. Thanks so much. All right. Stay well. Okay. Bye. 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 Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.